Hey guys, so Millennial Mirrors has always kind of been a reflection of where I'm at, headspace-wise, I guess. <laughs> uh, so season three is going to be very much uh, introspective as opposed to maybe what season one and season two were uh, about. Uh, and episode one of season three is going to be about feeling lost. Uh, I think it's something everyone has experienced at some point in their life. Uh, and so that's kind of where I wanted to jump in on. Um, we're back with Dina Gandur. Um, if you want to know more about her, go back and listen to part one of this episode uh, that was released on Sunday. And um, otherwise, let's just jump into this. We're going to be talking about, you know, what does it mean to feel lost in your life, how it can kind of show up in different ways, uh, what you can do about it, um, and and yeah, and, and more. So hopefully you'll enjoy it and. Yeah, welcome back to Millennial Mirrors Season 3. Who'd have thought? All right, guys. Talk to you later. All right. Dina, welcome back to the podcast. We're on part two. Part two. Ready. Excited. All right. So what does it mean to be lost in your life? What does it mean to be lost? I think being lost is a general feeling that stays with us probably always in the background humming along whether we think it's there or not um and as i said in the last episode you know we're always seeking something we're always trying to move towards something so there's always a sense of being lost and seeking something that we're hoping to find i think it's just part of being human okay and but like how do you become lost do you think like what what happens generally in someone's life when they're suddenly like, oh crap, what yeah. am I doing with my life? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's something has to throw you off in a in a big way. Something big has to happen. And obviously something big for me could be different for you, right? Mm-hmm. Something very small uh could be the catalyst for making you feel totally thrown off, totally uprooted, and having to question everything. And it's because we hold on to things that we think are really true, you know relationships for example you know we were taught to like you're gonna find the love of your life and the world's gonna be living happily ever after and you have your first breakup and you're like everything i thought about love was wrong um i don't want it anymore (laughs) (laughs) and i think so it just takes it takes something that makes you question a fundamental belief that small thing has to change and then you feel a little bit lost because you no longer have the thing that you were holding on to that made you feel safe, whether that was your relationship or your job or your family. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's something that you a part of yourself, you know, like people that are going through cancer, if they end up losing their hair and their hair is something that they just maybe felt their really identity. connected yeah. to. Like maybe the health thing, they're like, I got this, but they lose their hair and they're like, whoa, like who mm. am I without this? That could make them feel lost so i think it just depends on what changes and what shifts see i think while sometimes it can be a big thing i also feel sometimes it just sneaks up on you Mm. like sometimes you don't even realize how you got to where you are in your life and you just kind of like look around one day (laughs) and you're just like wait what's going on here this is not what i wanted for myself or this is not how i should be feeling day in day out or what have you and i think like those are almost more dangerous, I feel, because usually if something drastic or big happens in your life, there's a there's a big red flag, you're aware of it, 
you kind of realize I need to do something or deal with this somehow. People in your life are aware of it. Um, it's when you suddenly kind of are just start feeling it internally where I think it becomes a bit more difficult because you don't even sometimes necessarily know how to vocalize it or what exactly it is you're feeling because the status quo hasn't changed. It's <laughs> yeah. just kind of your internal feelings about the status quo that suddenly. Yes. That's so exciting though. I always think like something, it's the beginning of something about to change, but I, I, I totally agree with you. It's, you know, there are things that happen and you, the flags were there, I think, mm -hmm. but it's like, was the awareness to see the flags there? You know, I, I ignored my health flags a year mm -hmm. ago um, and was like, I'm fine. I'm operating. And if I'm operating and I'm functioning in society, cool, that's all I need to do. <laughs> and so I'm just going to ignore the fact that I'm not a hundred, I'm not feeling a hundred percent because I can function and I can yeah. fulfill my appointments and my projects. Um, and so I think when it creeps up on you, has it just creeped up on you or have you only just decided to be aware of the fact that it's creeped up on you, you know? So True. I think, of course, hindsight is, is always 2020, but vision, but it's like, how can you move into a space of just being able to be aware when things start to feel off mm. so that you don't, yeah, wake up one morning and think, you know, look at the person next to you and go, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> or wake up in your job and go, why have I been here for 10 years? Yeah. Um, and so, but that, but then you have to be really clear about who you are as a person. Mm. And I don't think we do enough work around that. I don't think we really genuinely spend enough time thinking about, well, you know, what are my like values and what are things that I believe in and who are yeah. the people I want to surround myself with and how do I want to spend my days and my hours and who do I want to give my energy to and receive energy from? And until you figure that out, everything's going to be kind of questionable. Right. But as soon as that's clear, you can be in a situation and be like, yeah, this is not, this is not for me, you know? And then things just, I think, become a bit clear. Obviously, things are not perfect and we're always going to be learning. Mm -hmm. And then things also change and we change. And that comes with the lostness as well. You know, it's like, I'm not the person who I was before, you know, that's going to continue to change. I never thought I would work in childbirth, for example, because I personally always felt like children and birth and families wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. I, f I have this feeling that I'm going to be spending most of my time creating other things or serving other people. I never feel like I'm meant to be birthing my own children or supporting my own family in that kind of way. So when I stepped into the pregnancy and birth field as a doula, I really shocked myself because I I was kind of like, children are for people who want to have children. I'm not one of those people. And I kind of put myself outside of that box. Right. And so sometimes you surprise yourself and you realize, oh hey, actually this is a really interesting space. And um yeah. So it's like, are you are you lost? Or are you just maybe changing, shifting, shape shifting? Interesting. So there are a couple of points that you touched on, which I think are interesting. One is the idea that what lost looks like will will constantly change. You might you might be lost in one part of your life and then kind of feel like you've got a good grip on it, and then you realize there's another part of your life that you're not quite sure of. And I think as human beings, like you said, we're constantly changing, we're constantly evolving, and and as you evolve and you grow, different things will satisfy you. Different things will 
you'll want more out of different things, stuff like that. And so I think one thing we have to be careful of is to think that we always have to have everything figured out mm. because the idea that you're always a work in progress is, is true. Um, I think it's how you deal with feeling lost that's important and the lessons you learn, like you said, feeling, like feeling lost in, in a part of your life means it's time for you to examine your values when it comes to that part of your life. Examine uh, what's important to you, how you deal with specific situations, how you relate to the people in your life, all those kinds of things. Um, I don't know if you can think of any other kind of lessons we can take away from being lost. I really like that idea of re-examining and refreshing and re-looking at things. I, I think that's a really beautiful teaching right there because it is something that we should be doing on a regular basis um, if, you want, if we want to keep moving forward towards just being our, our best selves. But um, there's a big element of acceptance as well. And again, I think depending on conditioning and culture, lost may have a negative connotation. Mm -hmm. And so is there an element of acceptance that we can bring into the feeling of not knowing everything and not having it all figured out? And not, not that we have to say, okay, it's okay that things are terrible mm -hmm. if, if it's a bad loss. Yeah, yeah. But just being okay with it as it is then and there. Sometimes you're not lost. Sometimes you're just on a journey. Always Feel free journey. to quote that and put it on Instagram. <laughs> Make it a t-shirt and sell it for $2. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, I mean, I get what you're saying. I think there is, like you said, a negative connotation. And sometimes you've just got to be okay with there are certain aspects of your life that are a hot mess. And it's okay that they're a hot mess because you're focusing on something else mm -hmm. um, right now or you're dealing with something else. And sometimes things are going to go by the wayside and you're, it's, it's going to be a journey that you'll deal with on another day. That's a path you'll take on another, another time if that makes sense. Um, I think that concept of we have to have our shit together at all times in all aspects of our lives is, is unrealistic. You literally took the words out of my mouth because who actually has their shit together. Like genuinely Not nobody. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And people, you know, because I, you know, I started a business and then I moved into this and I moved into that. People like, oh my God, like you're amazing. You're like super woman. This is awesome. And I'm like, you have no idea. Like I wake up every morning and I go, what the hell am I doing in my life? I'm yeah. like, what is the point? And none of us actually, we just don't know. And there's no way we can know. And yeah. It isn't as peachy and rosy as it looks. And, you know, the Buddha said, like, the human condition is is suffering. Like, we have to kind of, we have to be poked and prodded <laughs> and, like, thrown through the mud. And we come out and we're like, ah, okay, that was good. I needed that. <laughs> but we'll know that later, right? We're, we're waiting exactly. for that. Exactly. Only after you come out of the mud. Yeah, exactly. So while we're in the mud, we should collectively agree that we're in the mud together and that no person is really clean. From their shit. Wow. That was deep. <laughs> <laughs> so here's something for you. When we're in the mud, what are some of the questions that you ask yourself when you're feeling lost about something in your life? Um, I think sometimes even questioning it is doing something about it. Mm -hmm. And perhaps it's about being with it and just sitting with the like meh 
and the discomfort and the resistance and just kind of like allowing yourself that space to be with the unease. And then once you've kind of come into that acceptance of like, I am in dis-ease about my life at this present moment, Mm -hmm. then maybe you can start to ask some questions. But I think we tend to jump too quickly to the next step. Like, I am lost. I shall fix it. Yeah. And do we need to fix it or do we need to just figure out why we're in this space by just feeling it out a little bit more first? Because sometimes the clarity comes with time. Yeah. Like time is amazing. And we forget how much it tells us when time passes. It Mm -hmm. just sometimes it needs to just pass. And you're like, oh, but then, you know, in those two weeks or two months or two years, we're scraping towards that end line, too, aren't we? We're like, let's just get there. Let's just get there. Let's let's just get there. So it's again, it's that balance between the two. But I think it's understand or the questions that maybe you want to ask are, you know, why am I feeling this way? Or what is it about this situation that is giving me fear or anxiety? Or or now that I'm lost and I maybe I have some ideas about what I want to move forward to, you know, which of these ideas feel the best, sit with me the best, resonate with me the best, or the closest to my values. And if I make a mistake can I truly be okay with failure yeah, and be lost again until yeah. I figure it out? I think the issues are either we jump to action really quickly or we jump to distraction. Mm. I'm feeling yeah. anxious or I'm feeling stressed about something. Let me take a vacation. Let me watch some TV. Let me just listen to some music. Let me do some shopping, whatever it is, to just kind of distract you from that feeling as opposed to, like you said, sit with it i found my the best thing i can do when i'm not sure what the hell is going on internally is when i'm driving i just won't put anything on like no music no podcast no Mm -hmm. nothing and i'll just sit there quietly and just see what pops up and a lot of it is just internal conversations Mm -hmm. okay what's going on here okay that's my control freak side okay let's put that to the side what's going on underneath (laughs) that yeah okay okay so that's just the fact that i'm worried about what my schedule for today. All right, let's keep going. You know what I mean? Yes, and it's just like, honestly, just like peeling back and, and sitting. Back. And, yeah, peel, peel and peel until you see what's really going on there. And sometimes, like you said, that's a one-time thing. Sometimes that takes weeks. And sometimes, okay, you found out what the hell is actually bugging you. But then it's a matter of like, what do I want to do with it? Yeah. And I think it's, are you giving yourself enough time to get to the bottom of it? Because mm-hmm. I think you might peel one layer away and go, okay, that's enough. I don't want to go any further. And I, you know, I started teaching a meditation course and, you know, we are continuously receiving like information and data and screens and articles and conversations and people and calls. And we come to sit, it's completely quiet Mm. and we are absolutely terrified of getting into contact with how we're actually feeling, what we're actually thinking. And it's the first time that you're having to sit with that and listen to the thoughts and Mm -hmm. see the thoughts and notice that you have a crazy side Mm -hmm. and notice that you have an overactive brain and and notice that you worry about things and notice that you are fearful about something and notice that you're, um, you're, you know, you're low confident about something else, Mm -hmm. but we have to know that, right? Like it's 
just getting to know yourself, but are you willing to put the time into it, I guess? Cool. So anything else about feeling lost before we jump into the three questions that we ask all our guests? I don't think so. Now, now that you've said the three questions that we ask all our guests, I just want to get there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so let's just jump into it. Um, what's one word you use to describe yourself in your internal dialogue that you don't say out loud? Can be good or bad, either one. That I say to myself that I don't say to other people. Yeah, that you kind of like have in your internal dialogue, but you generally don't vocalize. Uh, totally weird. Totally weird. Like weird. Like I'm a weirdo. Yeah. But like, and then I'm very like, then outward, I try to be authentic about that. But I don't know if people like know the scope of the weirdness. Well, that leads us to um, the next question. What's a side of you that you'd like to step into more? Um, to be honest, it's power. Um, I think that's something that we're afraid of. Mm-hmm. Like if we actually like, knew our potential for our own like self-healing or our ability to make other people feel better we're just so busy and distracted all the time and then we we have this amazing power if we just wanted to sit into it whether you want to use it for yourself or you want to use it for the world can you define power because when you said power my mind went somewhere very different than what you're talking about oh, so what does power me, mean what to it, you? was it to you well when you said power for me I went automatically to strength. Mm. And so for me, for example, I was like, that's actually a much easier place for me to go than to go into Mm. like softness and like, and vulnerability. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like power for me is a quick, easy solution to like, just step into and battle my way through something. Yeah. That makes sense. For sure. So I guess it depends. So I guess my question is, what does power mean to you? Yeah. I think for me, it's not that typical construct of being strong and powerful or what society says is strong and powerful, but the kind of more cheesy version of stepping into your power. So your alignment, your authenticity, your essential purpose, Mm -hmm. and really like tuning into the things that we can't always see and touch and feel and know, and just being able to sense and be more in that kind of energetic space. So I think you know, I always think like, oh, I would, I want to step forward into this place of being a healer. Mm-hmm. And then I ma- immediately go into this dialogue of like, well, who are you? You've been on this earth for like two seconds. Who gives a shit? Um, you know, w- what makes you qualified to be this person? And so that's what I think like, hey, there's this potential expanded version of Dina that I want to step into, which I consider to be my power. Okay. Um, so that's, that's something that I think I always think about, but it's, but it's like a confidence thing and it's an inner dialogue washing away thing. So. Interesting. Okay. I don't know how I want to end that. <laughs> What's your <laughs> power? I just kind of, now I'm curious. I don't know. Like, cause, cause part of me is like, yeah. Cause now I'm thinking, Hmm, if I was to remove power as the construct or like powerful, mm-hmm. And just think power in general. I don't know what I would what I would even define my power as. I'm going to take that question away mm-hmm. and and see what I'm going to what I'll come up with. Yeah, it's like you've started this amazing platform and this podcast, and it's it's grown. But it's like, what's 
the what is the purpose and what's that next level where it begins to impact more people and how can you like step into that and not for the purpose of becoming famous per se mm-hmm. because that's i don't know if that's power you know yeah but but the for the purpose of yeah actually making you the best person ever through that experience i'll take that one away take it journal it yeah <laughs> last question um what's your favorite childhood memory and why um honestly growing up in Abu Dhabi was awesome mm-hmm. so being a child of, and just being able to see all of my friends in every like five minute direction because everything was a five minute drive and it was like the mall was a five minute drive and the beach was a five minute drive and my friend's house was a five minute drive and just this I have amazing memories of being in a collective constantly Mm -hmm. whether that was friends or family or family friends or cousins or whatever it is so I have yeah just amazing childhood memories of just having fun and being around many families many like family pods like friend family pods family family pods yeah and what what about that made it so kind of I guess precious um there was just so much we spent so much time together there was this like beautiful endless amount of time that we had because we didn't have any responsibilities then and we just (laughs) playing was on our to-do list and that was awesome (laughs) so just freedom and connectivity yeah Yeah. definitely cool well that's it that's that's the end of the episode amazing thank you so much for joining me on today's episode um it's been the first episode of season three Ah. um so thanks for taking the time uh I'll put all the links to your website and everything else in the episode description, guys. Go check it out. I'm sure you'll learn a lot. I learned a lot today. Um, And thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, Let me know what you guys think. And uh, be sure to subscribe. Give us a rating. Uh, And I don't remember how to do this, guys. This is the first episode of season three. Uh, So (laughs) I'm just going to say bye, guys. And I'll see you you on next week's episode. (laughs) Mshada and Hazy signing out. Thank you so much. Bye.